Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Yes, I am turning on the TV during live television. What a bizarre experience. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, my weekend was going so great until we hit it in the water twice during the golf tournament. So uh, that then turned into uh, quite the uh, quite the train wreck. But you're not here for the sad stories. You're here for the happy stories, we got a bunch of them today. Um, thanks so much for tuning in here on ESPN Radio. Um, we are going to go through a whole bunch of different things. First of all, this is the first Monday show where we're not coming out of a jam-packed weekend of action. There was certainly some sports that went down over the weekend. The NBA Finals carried on last night. What a win by the Miami Heat. We'll break down that one here in about 15 minutes. Also... It's all-star football season going on uh, right now. The six-man all-star game and the eight-man all-star game were this last weekend. The Class B all-star game is upcoming this next weekend. And then we'll roll into the Shrine game and uh, all the other various showcases for some of the best seniors from high school ranks in Montana. Uh, For a lot of them, a great many of them, the last football games they'll ever play. And then for some, uh, sort of the the bridge between their high school careers, the last high school games they'll ever play, as they then take their talents to the college level. So we'll give you an update on what's gone on so far and what's upcoming as well. I also spent a good amount of time this afternoon 
going through just each and every sport from across the state of Montana, and I, I was thinking of a couple things. The most memorable moment or moments from each sport from each season, and the most impressive moment or moments from each sport without uh, within each season. Sometimes the most impressive is the most memorable. Sometimes the most memorable is something that wasn't impressive at all or maybe is heartbreaking or, you know, just definitive, the thing that sticks out in your memory. This was not some sort of crazy uh, in-depth thing. It was more just what comes to your mind right away when you think college volleyball in Montana. What What's the first thing that comes to your mind? That, there's your best memory. And they dig in a little bit what was actually the most impressive accomplishment in the world of volleyball. So we'll do that here uh, in just a little while. Uh, I got a list of pretty much every sport, and I don't know how many, if we'll get through all of them today, but we'll certainly get through a fair amount. So that will make up the bulk of this first hour, the Montana Sports Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Want to find out how Blackfoot can help you and your business? Visit goblackfoot.com. Hour number two, our Montana Football Hall of Fame coverage continues. We will certainly hear from Dallas Neal, who was a former Grizz great, a uh, man who then had one of the most unorthodox stories ever to get to the NFL, but also part of our Montana Football Hall of Fame induction class upcoming here uh, in a couple weeks in Billings. I was corresponding with Dallas earlier today. Uh, Sounds like he's working, so he didn't know if he would be able to join us live or not. He said he would text me later. Later is now, <laughs> so I don't know if Dallas Neal is going to join us live, but that's okay if he doesn't because Dallas Neal, who has been on this show before, and the sort of the, the meat of what I want to convey is just how unorthodox that story is. So uh, the last time Dallas was on the show, this show was in a different iteration. It was Tutel Nuanez. Ryan Tutel was the co-host of this show, and he and I interviewed Dallas. So we're going to share... Uh, probably about 17, 18 minutes of that interview from back in October of 2019, uh, if Dallas isn't able to join us. So, you know, we're just, we'll, we'll hear from the man either way. And the story is, I mean, I was, I already listened to this interview back. It's a great story. <laughs> the way that Dallas Neal made it to the NFL and then the path he walked while he was in the NFL. He was a punter for the Grizz and he was a good one, a really good one. He's all American, uh, all big sky guy. But, uh, he actually made it in the NFL as more of a tight end and an H-back, which is pretty interesting and completely unorthodox. Like, when have you ever heard of a punter making a roster as a position player? N- never. I-, I have never heard of that ever, ever, except for in one case, Dallas Steele, <laughs> a Great Falls native. So he'll tell you the story. You know, it involves a mannequin. It involves a high level of effort to get himself noticed. It involves a pretty funny ploy that he decided to embark upon. And uh, then it involved a, a whole lot of grit uh, for him to then be able to make it in the NFL. So uh, that's part of our Montana Football Hall of Fame coverage. We'll have a couple more interviews for you coming up leading up to the event in June. And then 530, I'm actually bummed I'm not going to be able to go to this. But we will be joined by Kai Stewart. He's a return guest here on Nuanas Now. Kai Stewart. Uh, is fighting for the um, the Bare Knuckles Fighting Championships World Championship. So this is a World Championship fight. Bare Knuckles Boxing, Bare Knuckles Fighting has 
risen in prominence quite a bit in recent years. Some might say it's brutal and barbaric. If you think that, I think you're correct. There still is a, an element of art and skill to it. Though. I mean, there's certainly an element of skill to it. But there is sort of a, a martial arts attachment to it as well. But one of the best in the world is Kai Stewart. He's a guy from Great Falls. He um, wrestled at Minot State and then the University of Providence. And he's pursuing, he's been pursuing this bare knuckles fighting thing for a couple years now. And on Friday night in Great Falls, he gets a title shot. He fights for the featherweight championship uh, in this bare knuckles fighting championships division for belt. So uh, he'll take us through it. We'll learn a little bit more about the sport. Last time he was on, it was more just him kind of telling us about the sport and his introduction to the sport and his rise in the sport. But now, Kai Stewart, one of the uh, greats on the earth when it comes to this discipline. And uh, there's some rumblings, there's some rumors that he might be even going to the UFC soon. But either way, um, it's just cool when you have uh, young people, athletes from Montana, that are competing uh, at a, a world-class level, and that's that's exactly what Kai Stewart's doing. So he'll join us here uh, about 5.30. By the way, that fight is in Great Falls on Friday night. That's June 9th. I'll be out of town. Uh, it's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I am uh, on my way out of town on Thursday. Uh, you'll be shocked by this. I'm taking a little vacation, and it's not to go sit in the middle of nowhere and think like I've done in the past. It's not to play golf. It's not to go work on anything else. It's truly to just go see one of my friends. (laughs) It even sounds funny to me to even say it on the radio. I have, uh, I don't know if I've ever really done this, where I'm just going on a vacation that has nothing to do. Like, I've gone and met up with my friends all over the country a, a bunch of different times, but we always center it around a sporting event. We always center it around, uh, you know, my work schedule. Because I do have the great fortune of, but also the requirement to travel quite a bit for work. A lot of the hubs of where we go in and out of are places where people that I've known for a long time live. So I get to see a lot of my people a lot. But usually it's I see them while I'm on my way to go do something for work. We're not doing any work on this trip. My girlfriend's probably rolling her eyes right now. Bryce saying, I don't believe you, but I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going on a trip to see my friend, and that's it. So we will not have a uh, Nuanas now Thursday or Friday, but we'll be back at it on Monday. So a condensed show schedule this week. We'll have uh, pretty much your standard um, guest list. We'll have a whole bunch of guests that are just going to be jam-packed in the next three days. So... Uh, that certainly uh, should be fun. Played in the two-man scramble out there at Canyon River. We started on hole seven yesterday. And uh, if you know Canyon River's golf course layout, um, hole seven's a long par three, difficult hole. Uh, we didn't do very well on that hole. But then we got rolled a little bit, got a couple birdies in a row. And uh, then on 13, we really got rolling. And... Then we had a nice stretch where I think we went six under in the span of five holes to push our score all the way down to, to four under par. And uh, <laughs> then we missed a, a gimme birdie putt, and it all fell apart. We hit it in the fescue, and then we hit it in the water, and then we hit it in the river. And we went from four under to four over. 
<laughs> we finished, uh, what did they call it? DFL, dead freaking last <laughs> in our flight. But I'm here to laugh about it. It was a great day. Appreciate my buddy uh, Sample for playing with me. And uh, more than anything, just appreciate Kane River for providing such an awesome uh, golf experience out there uh, in East Missoula. We've loved partnering with Canyon River over the last several summers. Uh, the course is in as good a shape as it's ever been in. The greens are rolling better than anywhere that I've played in Western Montana so far this year. Uh, the greens are rolling true. The course is in immaculate shape, and uh, it's a great track. So if you haven't checked it out, please go do it. And if you have, hopefully this inspires you to go do it again. Canyon River Golf Club, the premier public golf experience in Western Montana. couple all-star games played out. At the high school level, this is the Montana Sports Hour, which we do the first hour of each Monday's show here on Nuanas Now, presented by Blackfoot Communications. A couple of the, the uh, small school all-star games are always really, really fun. They've become sort of an institution as a sort of early summer kickoff into the football circuit, where then, you know, camps and all-star games and, and everything sort of gets us onto the on-ramp before we get really ramped up and then fall camp hits in August and then all of a sudden Labor Day weekend rolls around and we are in the thick of football season. But the uh, eight-man all-star game known as the Bob Cleverly Classic played out in Butte uh, over the weekend and then the six-man all-star game uh, which was the 27th annual of this version it played out in Highwood over the weekend. So in the eight-man game there in Butte Saint Igna- a group of young men from St. Ignatius uh, took the the game by storm. There were six of them from, from Mission playing in this game, including their outstanding quarterback, Kellen McClure, who, by the way, uh, we'll have Kellen on the show sometime this summer. He's certainly going to be one of our senior spotlight subjects. He's a young man I first got to watch compete at Marty Mornoweg's uh, annual summer quarterback camp, quarterback school here in Missoula. And I was very impressed by him. And I, while I was watching him, I was sitting here thinking, man, that kid is going to play eight-man. He's going to be really, really good. And he, and he was. And, and uh, St. Ignatius went all the way to the Final Four uh, of the eight-man playoffs last year. But Kellen McClure, along with his uh, former teammates, Canyon Sargent, Carmine Adams, Chance Bachman, Kenny Ness, uh, they all were outstanding in this game. Um, and they helped lead the... Uh, Red team to a 56 to 40 victory. Uh, the red team also was bolstered by five um, belt players. Belt did win the eight man state title this last year. Oh, by the way, I said six guys and I only mentioned five. Bryce Humphrey, also from St. Ignatius, on the eight man team. So um, a lot of points, almost a hundy total, 56 to 40, the final score. And uh, the red team, Bridger Vogel of Belt, was named the offensive MVP uh, for his performance at quarterback. Cascades' Connor Sawyer was named the defensive MVP for the red team. Um, So a lot of kids from Western Montana showing out at the Bob Cleverly eight-man All-Star game in Butte. At the six-man All-Star game, the 27th annual version of it, up in Highwood, Braden Klein of Big Sandy stole the show. He and Rusty Gasvoda were each uh, named 
MVPs of the of the uh, game overall. They're both from Big Sandy. If you got two guys who were each the MVPs of All-Star Games on the same six-man team in high school, that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, th- th- that's why Big Sandy was the six-man state champions last year. So uh, they led, those two young men uh, led the red team to a 38-12 to victory in that game. That's the lowest point total ever allowed by a defense. So good defense by the Red and 38 points, a good offensive effort as well. But, I mean, six-man is known for its high-flying aerials and uh, super high scores. So uh, for that Red defense to hold the blue team to just 12 points, pretty darn impressive. A couple other news briefs for you here on the uh, Montana Sports Hour on Nuanas Now. Sydney Pierce, who is uh, was uh, is currently, uh, but also was this last basketball season, one of the key members of the Billings West uh, girls basketball team, the state champions of the AA level. Sydney Pierce also an outstanding volleyball player. So often, and maybe this is something that's changing. And if it is, I think that would be sort of cool. But a lot of times, the great volleyball players in the state of Montana are also great basketball players. That makes total sense, just the you know the sort of crossover between those two sports. But so often, when you have a gal who is really good at basketball and really good at volleyball and has opportunities to play both in college, they choose basketball. Basketball is one of the most popular sports in the world. Uh, women's basketball is certainly one of the most popular women's sports in the world, uh, especially for girls in Montana to stay home and play for the Cats or the Grizz in basketball. Um a dream come true for a lot because the, the home court advantage is so big that the fan bases are so formidable. Uh, the prestige and the tradition of the two programs are so is so good. But Sydney Pierce, she's going to play volleyball in college instead. She committed to the Grizz volleyball team over the weekend. So that's a good get for Allison Lawrence. And I think it's a good get for the uh, sport of volleyball as well to get a high-caliber athlete like that uh, who could probably, well, certainly could have played college basketball, uh, but instead going to play volleyball. Awesome. And also a good job by Sydney Pierce at Billings West um, standout who will continue her college career there uh, for the Grizzlies. Also, the Bowerman list just came out. What's the Bowerman list? The Bowerman Award is given to the uh, top male distance runner in the country. It's basically the Heisman Trophy of ma- men's distance running. And uh, what do you know it? Of course he is. Um it's actually not just for distance running. Excuse me. It's for all track and field. The Bowerman is given each year to the most outstanding male and the most outstanding female track and field athletes. Uh, on on Monday, just a minute ago, Duncan Hamilton of Montana State, a Bozeman native, was named to the Bowerman watch list. Uh, he is one of 10 men uh, on the Bowerman watch list, and uh, not really a surprise. It's pretty amazing to be named to the Bowerman list. MSU head coach Lyle, we said there's been so many collegiate records set and so many outstanding performances this season. I don't remember a year like it in all of collegiate track and field. So to be named to the watch list is pretty incredible for Duncan and just another accomplishment on a long list of phenomenal accomplishments for this young man. Man, Duncan Hamilton, he keeps impressing. I don't know what he can do for an encore, but he keeps on giving an encore and uh, I, I know I talk about this kid a lot, but I just think that he is as good as it gets. The uh, NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships coming up this weekend as well, so we'll preview that a little bit later on this week. We mentioned this on Friday, but also worth noting again because I do think this will have some dominoes to fall. Uh, Kurt Paulson resigned as the head coach at Carroll College. Coach Paulson was really successful there at Carroll, uh, coaching men's hoops. They went to the national tournament four times in five years. 
He went to the Elite Eight of the NAIA National Tournament uh, one year and then also led his team all the way to the championship game one year. So just one step away from winning a national championship. Uh, pretty impressive there. Won over 100 games. Won, his, won about 73% of his games there. Uh, but he steps away and he cited just wanting to spend more time with his family. He said it was he was certainly conflicted about it and uh, that it was a tough decision. But uh, you got to respect a man is doing what's best for his family. So um, the reason I think it's intriguing, though, is... I think we've seen there be as as uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of guys that are good enough to play college basketball, especially at the frontier college level, come out of the state of Montana, and we're also seeing so many of those guys stay in the frontier. A lot of them staying in the state of Montana. Montana Tech, really really good, made it to the Elite Eight of the NAIA National Tournament this last year. Rocky Mountain College is competitive. Montana Western is good. Montana State Northern uh, always has a tough-minded team. And Carroll has been very good. College of Idaho is also in the Frontier Conference. They are the reigning NAIA national champions. They won 36 games this last year. And they had a couple young men on that team that are from Montana as well. So with, with, with Kurt Paulson stepping away, you just wonder what sort of void that leaves in recruiting. There's several of the top basketball players in the state that were set to head to Carroll. I don't really know how the letter of intent process works in the NAIA. Like I, I know a lot of times, like if a head coach leaves at the division one level after a prospect has already signed, he can apply for a waiver to then go elsewhere. That's exactly what happened with junior Bergen, the billing senior product who initially not only committed, but signed with Montana state. Then Jeff Choate leaves and so Bergen gets uh, an NCAA waiver to get released from his letter of intent with Montana State and ends up at Montana. I don't know if that same procedure exists in the NAIA. If it does, though, I won't be surprised if that's there's some dominoes falling and there's some guys maybe going elsewhere from Carroll that had signed there to play for Coach Paulson. I mean, I'm not trying to insinuate or stir any sort of pot. I just think that if you went to go play for a coach, and this is a little bit late in the process here in, in the middle of June, uh, you just wonder. You wonder if uh, anybody becomes available because of that. Uh, but I, I just find – I think that the uh, the Frontier Conference in men's hoops has become more interesting. And I think so much of that is because there's so much of a Montana flavor on the rosters, especially of the Montana schools. So uh, we'll see. We'll let you know uh, what's going on uh, around the wide world of Frontier Conference basketball. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It is the Montana Sports Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. A good story in the Missoulian today by uh, Frank Gogola, uh, who's covering the, the Grizz for the Missoulian. Uh, I actually read this on 406mtsports.com. But it was about Samari Torre. Uh, we're going to get to the NBA Finals here in just a minute. But, Andrew, this was actually, I think that they were reading my mind because I think this was. Uh, this was going to be one of my blindside questions last week. And then Frank did this story over the weekend. Smart Torrey's been getting a lot of um, headlines uh, for his his strong performance so far this offseason for Green Bay. For those that don't know who we're talking about, Torrey was an all-big sky receiver for the Grizz. Uh, really had his uh, accomplishments at Montana come to a crescendo in the playoffs uh, during his junior year. Had over 300 yards receiving against southeastern Louisiana broke a, a generation-old record set by Randy Moss. So anytime you're breaking Randy Moss's records, that's pretty good. Um, and then Torrey spent his final college season at Nebraska, ended up getting picked in the seventh round, and then showed some flashes last year, but I think he's really making waves this year. And you've seen 
Packers beat writers, you know, tweeting about him and writing about him, and and uh, now this story uh, in um, in in uh, the Missoulian. So I guess, but the question was, is this, Andrew? I was uh, going to ask you this last week. Are you surprised that Samari Torre is translating well into the NFL? I'm not, no. And I'm I not think either. part of it, I'm not surprised that this is a big story right now because this is kind of the the time of the offseason. That's right. When everybody, every team has a couple guys like this. Uh, it is so funny, too, because we always see names from the Montana schools popping up because a lot of times those are the, like, you know, the low draft picks, the underdog type right. of guys. Well, also, I think that these guys gravitate. I think they get media coverage because they, they're good interviews because they're used to getting interviewed <laughs> like they were uh, at Montana. Like, Samari Troy was a star at Montana. So he's yeah. not a, he's not scared of the of the spotlight. Yeah, that's definitely true. But it, it's definitely just the time of year for these stories about you know this guy's in the best shape of his life. This guy's gotten a ton better this offseason. Uh, so that's part of the reason I'm not surprised. Also not surprised just because I mean we saw Samori Tori improve so much while he was at Montana. For sure, we saw him take a, a huge step up into that junior year uh, when he became the number one guy for the Grizz. And I thought we really saw him take a step forward when he went to Nebraska too, because he was a he was a really good power five receiver. Yeah. So so not surprised that he's the kind of guy who now, with the season in the NFL under his belt, you know he knows how it works now. Yeah. He's probably a, a lot more comfortable in that locker room after a year now. A lot more comfortable with his position coaches. Uh, not surprised that that all the all the reports are saying that he's taken a step forward. But again, this is the time of year you would expect to, to hear those reports. The, the uh, you know, re- recruiting is an inexact science. As we always say, pretty much every guy that's going to go play for the FCS, in the FCS, you could kind of point to why. Okay, he's a really good football player, but he's undersized or... He's a really good football player, but he's a step slow. Or he's a great athlete, but he's not a really good football player yet. You can kind of almost always see it. Even really, really great players, you can you can identify the reason that they went to the FCS level. Or sometimes maybe they're just from Dillon, Montana, and they're under-recruited like Troy Anderson. The two most confusing guys to me in terms of FCS recruits uh, in terms of, I was wondering why they were at this level, why they weren't more highly recruited, just period, even by other FCS schools or FBS schools or whatever. Samari Torrey for the Grizz and Isaiah Fonse for the Cats. I, I for the life of me, could never figure out what, what why Isaiah Fonse wasn't in the Mountain West. He is, he, he was, he was in the Mountain West for a brief moment as he transferred to San Jose State. Now he's in the Pac-12 with Cal. I, you know, I'm not saying he was a surefire. Pac-12 guy coming out of high school, but he was the Washington Gatorade Player of the Year before he went to Montana State. I thought he was the best running back in the league the day he stepped on MSU's campus. Torre, same way. First time I ever saw him in fall camp, I was like, oh, that guy's that guy's so good. And then you go and dive into his recruiting, and he got recruited by Montana and Portland State. He's from Portland. That's it. No one else? Like, how's nobody else look at this guy? <laughs> he, I guess you could say he's, like, kind of short, but not real. I mean, he's 6'1". Like, He's not DK Metcalf, but he's he's a very adequate height for a wide receiver. And I guess he was a little bit slight coming out of high school. But, I mean, he played about 195 pounds. I, I don't know. I never really understood it. And uh, I feel vindicated now that he's, you know, making waves with the Green Bay Packers. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is the Montana Sports Hour. That's how we kick off every Monday here on Nuanas Now. What were some of the most impressive 
and some of the most memorable moments from across the wide world of sports, both collegiate and prep sports in the state of Montana this last year. Instant reactions from yours truly. That's next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Tommy and I have been teasing about this for uh, a long time, but we could absolutely write a sitcom about the place that we work. The line of the day today, which is why we're playing Ramones on the show, Aubrey, our wonderful program director over at the U, 104.5, she was wearing a super cool vintage Ramones t-shirt. Loved it. Super stylish. Uh, not even, I have no clue where she even got it, but super cool. And um, our fearless leader looks at her today and says, you weren't even old enough, you weren't even born yet when... <laughs> The Ramones were the hottest thing around. And Aubrey just looks right at her and goes, so what? It's a cool t-shirt. And just walks away. <laughs> so I've had Joey Ramone stuck in my head uh, all day. This place is just never-ending entertainment. And, uh, you know, we were... If you could have made a whole episode of all of us old people... I'm not even that old yet. All of us old people sitting on the couch this morning trying to figure out how to best accentuate our Instagram presence for ESPN MT. Welcome to the wide world of Missoula Broadcasting and the media world here in the state of Montana. Hopefully having a great Monday. Uh, this is Nuanas Now uh, on 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. This is the Montana Sports Hour, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Thanks to Blackfoot for all their continued support of all of our various uh, endeavors here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Blackfoot has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right service for your business, visit GoBlackfoot.com. We are sort of uh, into the uh, anniversary of the end, as I like to call it. The sports year, the sports calendar basically closes, comes to a close, Memorial Day weekend. That, that's when spring sports come to a close. We do have a, a few more athletes competing at the uh, NCAA National Track and Field Championships upcoming this upcoming weekend in Austin, Texas. 
And, uh, of course, there'll be high school football games going on. There's all sorts of road races and various different 5Ks, 10Ks, marathons, all that stuff. But in terms of the the academic year, graduation was this last weekend in Missoula, so congratulations to all the high school grads as well. But now we're sort of into the the doldrums, and then we get ramped back up once August rolls around. So we're going to be sort of commemorating the year that was throughout the next couple weeks. So I was thinking to myself, what were some of the most memorable moments of the year that was in the wide world of sports in Montana? And what were some of the most impressive? Sometimes the most memorable moments are also the most impressive. Sometimes the most impressive moments are the most memorable. But sometimes the most memorable moments have nothing to do with uh, statistical impressiveness or anything like that. They, they are just definitively memorable because of the atmosphere or the emotion behind the moment or the accomplishment or sometimes even the heartbreak. So we're going to go through this, and, and I don't know how many we're going to get through right now, but we'll keep doing this over the next couple of days and weeks. But it's a, it's fun to remember. You know, I think that when we're living in the moment and then we have a moment to reflect right afterwards, we absorb it all. But then sometimes as time goes, it, it, time goes so quickly now. And I think part of that is because we live in this go, go, go world. But I also think part of it is because we don't step back and absorb stuff and, and express gratitude, feel it within our souls. So even just making this was cool. I mean, because it reminded me, oh, wow, that happened this year too. Oh, wow, that happened this year too. When you remember all this stuff, it actually makes it seem like time isn't going as fast. It makes it seem like it's going a lot slower. So we're just going to start with the fall sports. So we'll start with volleyball. My most memorable moment from the uh, wide world of volleyball in Montana was the Grizz winning in Bozeman in front of a sellout crowd. The Bobcats did a tremendous job uh, for hosting the rivalry game. They packed Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. A lot of times they play their volleyball matches in Schroyer Gym, but they have moved some of the bigger matches into the main Fieldhouse, so they have the ability to fill it with you know, 67, 6,800 people. They packed the thing to the gills, and then the Grizz went in there and won in uh, thrilling fashion. Allison Lawrence's crew had an outstanding season there at Montana, one of the better seasons the Grizz have had over the last uh, 20 to 25 years. And uh, a big highlight of that season was them uh, bringing home the mainline trophy after winning in front of a, a sellout crowd there in Bozeman. My most impressive volleyball moments of the year? Holy Project won the Class B state title for high school. And that was their second consecutive, but it was also their 14th state title overall. That is the most volleyball championships in any classification in the state of Montana. So the Red Devils, a absolute juggernaut, an absolute dynasty. And uh, they got it rolling to such a, a high level that I don't I don't really know. I, the Huntley Project volleyball program is so good that I truly think that they could go compete in the other classifications and have tremendous success. They might even be able to win it all at, in any classification because they're just so good. Like, it doesn't even matter who the athletes are because the system – and the program is so strong. Uh, so this, the continued fortification of, of Huntley Project, uh, my most impressive. I also give an honorable mention most impressive to Billing Central because they won their third straight state volleyball championship as well. It's Montana Sports Hour here on Nuanas Now. How about cross country? My most memorable moment of the year was that the Montana State men's cross country team, they placed 25th at nationals. Now, you know, covering the Big Sky Conference now for 17 years and um, covering a variety of different sports, uh, 
the football teams in the state of Montana are always nationally relevant in in this second tier of Division One football. You know, maybe second tier is too demeaning for it, but it's it's not the top most competitive level of Division One football. It's absolutely so competitive. The FCS is so fun. Trust me, I wouldn't be sitting here dedicating my life to covering this stuff if I didn't love it. I totally love it. I think it's great. But you're not competing um, on a national level with the top, top, you know, this is what makes basketball different. When you go to the NCAA tournament, you really are one of the top 68 teams in the country. You really are competing with some of the other top programs in the United States. Well, that's where Montana State's cross-country program has gotten to. They finished 25th at Nationals. They finished the regular season ranked as the number 24 team in the country. We've covered NAU track and field and stuff sort of fringely at Skyline Sports. I mean, we we certainly give them their just due and, you know, talking about just the the endless repetition of how often they've won the Big Sky Conference in indoor track, outdoor track, whatever. But in terms of an in-state team, I was really trying to think of this, but I think this is the first time that an in-state team, Montana or Montana State, from any of the sports, finished the season ranked in the true Division 1A Top 25. That's amazing. That's memorable, especially considering the uphill battle Montana State had to fight. Being in the Big Sky Conference with NAU and with Southern Utah, who's now gone, but with you know, Weber State. Those are also, you know, top 40 cross-country teams. I mean, NAU is a top 10, maybe top 5. NAU has won multiple national championships in cross-country. So to be able to compete on that level, uh, not only with the other powers in the big sky, but on the national level as well, uh, super memorable and a great moment for MSU men's uh, cross-country this last fall. My most impressive cross-country moments, I got two. Actually, I have three. My first is Weston Brown. Weston Brown's a young man from Bozeman High School who joined us last week uh, as part of our senior spotlight. He recently broke the all-class record in the uh, in the men's mile, the, the, bo- the boys' 1,600 meters, ran four minutes, 10 seconds and change to break the record by more than two and a half seconds. But Weston Brown was also the high school state champion in cross-country for Bozeman, and then during the winter, after the cross-country season, he went and ran at the Nike National Cross-Country Championships. This young man took eighth in the nation. So that's my most impressive cross-country moment of the season. My other two that worth noting, though. One, the Hellgate girls won the Class AA state title. That is a big deal, one, because it's always cool to win a state championship, but two, because Bozeman's girls have been such a dynasty that I think they'd won 12 out of the last 13 double-A state titles. So for Hellgate to get in there, knock them off, uh, such a testament to Anders Brooker and, and his crew there at Missoula Hellgate. There's kind of a parallel there, right? Like NAU's distance core has been so indomitable for so long. That's made Montana State rise its, raise its level. It's the same thing in high school cross country. Bozeman High School has been so dominant in cross country, it's made Hellgate and others raise their level. And now all of a sudden, Hellgate's caught them, and Hellgate was the girls' state champion. So always impressive when you are the one that knocks off what has been an impressive dynasty. And then my last cross country uh, moment from the fall is Karis Brightwing's Peas. We've talked about her a lot lately. I couldn't believe that I didn't realize that she was only an eighth grader until uh, I found that out this spring. She was the cross-country champion in Class A 
at Harden High School. She's not even in high school yet. <laughs> and then she goes to the Class A state championship track meet this last year, this last weekend, and sweeps the mile and the two mile as well. If this young lady can continue to progress, she's already at, at a you know a collegiate level, and she's four, like, you know 13, 14 years old. She's not even in high school yet. If she can continue to improve. She could be an all-time great distance runner in the history of the state of Montana. I hope she does, and because uh, it's a pretty cool story. Nuwana is now uh, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Going through our most memorable and most impressive moments from around the wide world of sports from this last uh, academic and athletic year as now pretty much everything's into the books, and we are now looking ahead to that 2023-2024 sports year. I didn't know... Uh, how long this would take. So this is a list that we're probably going to go through for the next couple days here. Um, but we'll keep on going. We'll, we'll finish up at least fall sports uh, right after this. Don't change that dial. More on the Montana Sports Hour, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, right after this. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I'm just all full of revelations right lately. We have absolutely played so many Rolling Stone songs around here. We've never played that song on the show. I can't believe it. My revelation last week, and thanks to you guys that are all were following along. Th- this is why I love doing uh, sports talk radio. Nuanas now in a. Uh, Still relatively small town, although Missoula is certainly a booming city at this point. Uh, I get to see so many of you out there in the community when we're out and about. And it just it's a thrill for me every time when you come up to me and you say, man, I was listening to you the other day and you were talking about this. I had a, a loyal listener, our, our good buddy Dan, come up uh, to me. Uh, I guess it would have been Friday night, having some dinner down there at the depot. And he's like, man... I loved the Stevie Wonder all week long because last week my revelation was that we never played Stevie Wonder on the show, and I couldn't believe that that was a reality. I couldn't believe that we had had gotten to that point. So uh, this week, I don't know what the revelation is going to be, but I can't believe we'd never listen to Jumpin' Jack Flash here uh, on Nuanas now. It, it, it's a, it's sort of a, a rock and roll and uh, punk rock influenced day, so stay tuned for that uh, on your music selections. We'll continue on with the Montana Sports Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, helping you and your small business. Visit goblackfoot.com. I mentioned the all-star football games that had happened, uh, both the eight-man all-star football game and the six-man all-star football game are, are in the books after this last weekend. Upcoming this next weekend, got the Class B All-Star Game. And then two weekends from now, that's Father's Day weekend, June 17th in Butte. 
The 76th annual Montana East-West Shrine Game coming back at it as well. We'll continue our most memorable and most impressive moments from the wide world of sports in Montana. And we're just going season by season, sport by sport. Probably take us a couple days. As I set this up earlier, a lot of times your most impressive moment is your most memorable moment. A lot of times your most memorable moment is your most impressive moment. But a lot of times they're completely different. So that's kind of where what I'm getting at here. Uh, we did some volleyball talk, some cross-country talk. How about golf? In the prep golf world, the seasons are split. So AA plays prep golf in the fall. B and C play prep. Uh, Class A also plays uh, in the fall. And then B and C play in the spring. So from the fall golf season, most memorable moment? How about Jack Preggy of Butte? The uh, Butte High Senior, he was down nine strokes on the final day of the Class AA State Tournament. Nine strokes. That's that. Every level of golf, that's insurmountable. It's an insurmountable lead. He somehow comes all the way back and drills a birdie putt on 18 to win it. Unbelievable moment. And uh, the rally was incredible. You know, you also have to, you have to be shooting the lights out, getting a whole bunch of birdies. And you probably also have to be putting the pressure on the guys uh, in the mix with you. And they also have to fall apart for all of that to go your way. But it, it did. And Jack Priggy of Butte wins the... Uh, the Class AA State uh, Championship in golf. That's the most memorable. The most impressive, Bella Johnson of Billings West. She is um, she's going to she's gonna go play pretty much, I think, wherever she wants when it comes to college golf. She's already a two-time state champion. Following her scores from courses that, that I frequent and play at and, and realizing that this is a high school girl... <laughs> It's, it's humbling, to say the least. I mean, this young lady's shooting in the low 60s all over the state of Montana, and uh, it, it's just amazing to watch. So my most impressive is this Bella Johnson being able to go back-to-back uh, when it comes to individual uh, state championships uh, in golf. How about soccer? The most memorable moment has got to be uh, the Hellgate Boys soccer team. They won their fourth straight state title. They are absolutely a 100% bona fide dynasty and uh, they just they keep adding to the the lore. They keep adding to this legend that surrounds the program. I mean, they've been the cream of the crop for the last ten years. I think they have seven titles uh, over the last ten or eleven years. But four in a row is is amazing. And uh, you know to do that and then have sort of a cycle of athletes and then have the next group of guys do it. Pretty darn impressive for Jay Anderson and his crew. So that's my most memorable from the wide world of soccer. My most impressive, well, and that's impressive as well. I mean, that's my most impressive as well. But the other impressive one is the Billing Central Girls. They also have uh, built up an unbelievable program there. They've had some of the great uh, prep soccer players ever to come out of the state of Montana, and they won their 10th overall state title uh, this last fall. Um, So certainly uh, impressive and worth remembering as well. For the Grizz soccer team, I actually was just going to leave this one to Andrew. Andrew, what do you think? What is what is a memorable or impressive or both moment from this last Grizz soccer team? What comes to your mind first? Interesting question because like we've talked about, they were a little bit down this year. I think the most memorable moment for me for Grizz soccer last year was 
Taylor Hansen and, and watching her play professionally, watching yeah, her play yeah. in the NWSL, which is one of the top soccer leagues in the world, of course, the, the top professional women's soccer league in the United States. Uh, and she, she didn't play very much for them, but she got into a game uh, and, and just watching. I don't, I don't think I'll ever forget that. She is certainly... Uh, I'm glad you give her such a great platform because... Um, I think that people that follow Grizz soccer heavily know about Taylor Hansen, but I, I, sometimes it frustrates me a little bit how there's such passionate sports fans uh, around the University of Montana and Montana State, and that's great, but sometimes they just absolutely obsess over just football or just basketball or just a combination of both. That's why I'm always trying to give Duncan Hamilton and guys like that a, a platform as well. Y- you know... I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of people out there that have been grumbling and, and maybe a little bit disappointed with how things have gone the last couple of years for Grizz football, particularly last year with the loss to the Cats and then sort of getting run out of the playoffs. I just think that there's some Grizz fans out there that probably uh, only follow football or basketball that if they just gave some of the other stuff a chance, they'd have a lot more things that could make them happy in their lives. Like if, if you just gave the Grizz football fans, Oh, here's this young lady. Who's this amazing uh, gal, such a smart uh, person. Your podcast with her was great. And no, by the way, she's also a professional soccer player. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I love that you've given her a platform because she's certainly one of the best uh, to come out of Montana. We are going to, uh, skip football because I think that's going to be a full segment for the week a little later on. We'll do our most memorable moments for football for both college and uh, high school uh, a little later on this week. But how about just a couple more here uh, on the Montana Sports Hour. It's presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to a changing world. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right service for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Winter sports. How about high school wrestling? I thought that the the rise and the completion of a goal by the Billings West High School boys wrestling team was, um, was my most memorable moment. You know, for the, for a father son duo, to sort of lead the way that the head coach there uh, at Billings West and, and his his son were sort of the 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 central figures of that rise and that was the first time Billings West has won the high school uh, state team wrestling championship in 29 years. So anytime you have that level of um, history being made, it, it's certainly uh, memorable for sure. My most impressive wrestling moment from this last year was the seamless transition of Mason Christian of Butte High. He was a light heavyweight. He was wrestling at 205. He was the reigning state champion at 205. Then right before divisionals, he made the sacrifice for his team in an effort to score points to move up to heavyweight. Now, anytime you move up a weight class, that that's going to be a, a challenge all in itself. But to move up from... From light heavyweight from 205 to true heavyweight, if you're moving from 145 to 152 or 152 to 160 or 160 to 171, you can do the math. I just did it all right there for you. You're only moving up six, seven, eight, maybe as many as 11 pounds. When you move up from 205 to heavyweight, 
you might only weigh 206 pounds, and you might wrestle a guy that weighs 280. <laughs> you might wrestle a guy that weighs 265. You can't weigh any more than 285, but it's a pretty big variable for the heavyweight division. You got guys that are weighing in the low 200s, and you got guys that are weighing in the high 200s. So for Mason Kristen to step into heavyweight, not only do it, but then completely and utterly dominate. He pinned his way all the way to the Western AA Divisional title, pinned the two-time reigning defending state champion Talon Marsh, who's the Gatorade Player of the Year in football and also one of the great heavyweight wrestlers in Montana, and then Mason Christian does it again and goes and wins the state championship at heavyweight. The dude only wrestled heavyweight for like three weeks, and he won the state championship uh, on the way out the door. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, the level of toughness and skill that that takes – is uh, is second to none. I, I, I actually I can't wait for our interview coming up at five thirty with Kai Stewart, who is um, closing in on knocking on the door of becoming the uh, the uh, champion of the world in bare knuckles boxing. But he just posted a great post on his Instagram page all about his background in wrestling and how his his high school wrestling coach told him that after you get done with wrestling, no matter when it is your career finishes. Nothing else will ever be hard. Talk about a uh, uh, great advice and uh, a great tenant to rely upon. And uh, I think that's what you saw out of Mason Christian from Butte. Uh, flipping divisions and, and cruising all the way, not cruising, uh, surging all the way to the uh, state championship. More uh, most memorable and most impressive throughout the rest of this week and maybe into next week as well. We still got to get to... Football, both the high school and college levels. We still got to get to basketball for both boys and girls, high school and college. And we still got to get to all the spring sports as well. So this will be a fun exercise that will carry on here for the next uh, couple days and weeks. But for today, for now, that is the end of the Montana Football Hour. Actually, it's the Montana Sports Hour, excuse me. Uh, It's presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. Blackfoot provides high-capacity fiber networking. They also have innovative voice solutions, and their customers have access to their latest technologies. It's all backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can help you and your network at your small business, visit goblackfoot.com. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Hilarious story time with Dallas Neal. You might also hear the dulcet tones of the one and only Ryan Tutel. Plus, we got a young man that's going for a world championship. Kai Stewart, one of the top bare knuckles brawlers on the earth, will join us as well. Jam-packed hour number two coming at you. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.